didn't say a word when he left a quarter inch of space around the apex ball. If she took her time and played him just right, she could probably take him for another 250. She pulled up on her stroke so that the break was decent, but nothing more. Balls careened off the cushions, except for the four, which sank smoothly into a corner pocket. <sighs> Solids to you. Brady's good humor sounded faintly strained. Lucky shot. Katsu demurred, ducking her chin. I just hope I can do it again. She sank two solids in a row before a calculated miss, enough that the red rose on Brady's round cheeks and the back of his neck flushed. When he moved forward to take his shot, he was as stiff as a robot. Then he shook his head, laughing a little. I was getting pretty nervous over here, pretty. Katsu leaned against her bar stool at the side of the room. A neon Pabst blue ribbon sign shone on her beer bottle. She'd let it sit too long. Now it was slightly warm and extra fizzy, but she sipped anyway. I've still got a chance. <laughs> of course you do. A condescending wrinkle edged between his brows. He had a decent stroke and made most of the shots he aimed for, but he had no sense of keeping the cue ball in play. He didn't know how to line himself up for the next shot, and the one after that, as strategic as chess. He managed to sink a couple stripes before he'd run himself out of table and had to turn it over to Katsu. She slipped off her stool. Her skirt rode up her thighs, let him have a glimpse of Heather Gray wrapped legs. It was probably the nicest thing he'd carry home with him. Katsu was bored. She wanted to go home and watch Carrie Washington be awesome on TV, not spend another five minutes with this guy. Pool hustling was the most exciting thing in Katsu's life, and she liked it that way. But it would be nice for her marks to put up a bit of a challenge on occasion. You should take the seven. He pointed to the solid brown ball, only it was buried behind his green stripe. The average player would misjudge and send his 14 spinning toward a side pocket. Advantage Brady. No way. She lifted her brows, painting her face with her best innocent expression. Yeah, you think so? Maybe she should take him around the world after all. He had another 500 she could nip and drop a pretty little chunk in her Roth IRA. Safe lives needed safety nets. What'll you give me if I make it? There was no reason to look when the bat-wing doors to the main bar slipped open. With three other tables in the back room, it wasn't a big deal. Besides, Katsu was trained on Brady and judging exactly how much she could milk him for. It was a fine, careful game, requiring just as much skill as cues, balls, and felt. That's how it should have gone anyway— but the hairs across her forearms lifted on a wave of goosebumps. The pressure in the room shifted. Her air was drawn away. She turned. Her heart jumped with lust and hate and fear. Evan Summers was the last man on earth who should have been standing in a dingy, neon and fluorescent lit bar like drifters. He was the son of a politician who'd gone to school at Annapolis to pose for his daddy dearest's campaign photo ops. 
Only later had Evan discovered that the Marine Corps fit him like a second skin. And she had given him her virginity. She jerked back toward the table, feeling as if every tendon was cut. With one hand on the bumper, she sucked breaths as fast as she could, but nothing helped. Her head floated around the lampshade hanging above the pool table. A field of dingy green swam in and out of her vision. You okay, pretty? Brady asked. He came close enough to put a supportive arm around her waist and didn't miss the opportunity to graze his thumb across the side of her breast. She nodded and swallowed a knot the size of the eight ball. Evan was really, truly standing before her. They'd done their best to avoid each other since breaking up the summer after she graduated from high school. That meant he brought terrible news.